I've been I've been waiting for this. I have the energy of a six-year-old singing Taylor Swift. Welcome to the Less You Know with Alexis and Hannah, where each episode we educate one another on random topics that we know a lot about. Yes, we do, Alexis. (laughs) Last episode, we did what I like to call a dig deep dive on my favorite show survivor and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. alexis you said afterwards that you promised to watch two episodes of survivor and see what you thought about it have you been able to get to that yet i did say that i have not done that that's okay that's okay i will all right are you ready i'm so ready for this episode i'm so ready for star trek yes um i feel i've been waiting till now to tell you but i feel like i should let you know that while I am proud of you for doing Live Long and Prosper, mm-hmm. you always do it with your thumb, like, next to your hand. Together. So when I was doing it at you, was my thumb out? Yeah. You, oh. Your thumb has to be out. Oh, your thumb has to be you out. You always do okay. it like this, kind of like, like a peace okay. sign. Yeah. Thumb Thumbs out for Live Long and Prosper. Okay. Thumbs out. Which we're going to talk about where that comes from in a second here. Yes. It, it might surprise you. But I feel like I need to start this with a disclaimer. There are people out there who think Star Trek is a complete joke. And then there are people out there who are insane super fans. Super Mm -hmm. fans, right? That's a survivor. That's a survivor. Good job. (laughs) Super duper fans. (laughs) Um, Trekkers or Trekkies. Trekkies. Hot debate about what the term is there. Um, I am neither of those groups of people. I am a big fan. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am, I do not have the encyclopedic knowledge okay. that the super duper fans have. Mm-hmm. It's just getting that out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no one come for Alexis. No one come for me. So yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Hannah, tell me what you know about Star Trek. Okay. So here is my thoughts on Star Trek. Growing up, I saw Star Trek as the epitome of nerddom. Like, if you were into Star Trek, you had reached the top level of being a geek. So, like, that's what I always thought. Like, if you're into Star Trek, you are the geeks of the geeks, the king of the geeks. Then the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies came out. Uh-huh, and uh-huh, like yep. once Chris Pine changed Chris everything. Pine, yep. <laughs> and Benedict Cumberbatch um, as well. And after the, I saw the first one, I had, like, an existential crisis, like, am I a Star Trek fan now? Mm-hmm, <laughs> am I mm-hmm. a nerd now? And I thought like, maybe I would actually like the show. I should get into it, but I never did. <laughs> so <laughs> here is my, I mean, under- to be fair, the show does not have Chris Pine or, you know, any of them in it so. or lens flares, light flares. Lens flares. <laughs> uh, did um, you know that Thor? Yes. Was Thor Chris pine's father in the first yeah movie yeah chris's in one movie sorry wow continue so here is my understanding of the star trek universe first it was originally a tv show that has many seasons and many (laughs) spinoffs it very well could still be making content today i believe cbs tried to have a streaming service with a series on it that i think has now failed um when the show is on, here's what happens during the show. It always starts on their ship, the Enterprise, and their job is to go explore new places of the universe. And um, I would like to have that job where all I have to do is explore. That sounds great. Um, each person in the um, in the hull is that what you call it? The hull is a uh huh uh, is 
has a specific job. There's like obviously the captain. There's the one that tells them when danger is coming. There's the one that always is like telling them that someone's communicating, like receiving a signal from the blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a person who like shoots the stuff. And um, that's all I can think of, of what jobs are there. And the premise of the shows, they always end up like on a planet where they have to fight other people for some reason. And every time they go some like go to a like new location or they're in a fight or something, someone in their crew is wearing a red shirt. They're called the red shirt and they will die. There's also, um, yeah, there's the live long and prosper symbol that they do to each other on their hands. And it's like a greeting and it's like a well-wish. And there's also different types of aliens and people. There's um, the sporks, you know, that have um, there's a type of person called a, or a person is named spork. Um, so you're uh, making that up. No, they're like, no, sport, sport, sporkin. <laughs> Isn't there someone named Spork? What are you talking about? Um, you're putting this on. You're you're playing dumb, right? He has pointy ears. Yeah, you're 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 deliberately saying the word Spork instead of his actual name, right? What's his name? I I need you to say his name because am I, I am I somewhat close to his name? Yes, but you are like deliberately. You have to be deliberately saying it wrong you can't really think his no, name is spork. okay well obviously now i know his name's not spork <laughs> sportican but it's spock spock it's spock <laughs> <laughs> like i can't i do not accept that you genuinely did not know well, like there's no way how like you in your in your reasoned mind was like yeah his name's spork um, yeah, so I definitely thought that it was uh, Spork, and I, I, I was close. Ooh. All right, is that like everything you know? Is that? Um, I feel like I'm missing something else. I might know. Uh, I mean, they have cool uniforms. They, that's like literally the extent of my knowledge. I almost started thinking about that other Star Trekky show you. Sh- that had the portal that they would go through that you should Stargate. Stargate. I almost started thinking like, oh yeah. And then they go through a portal and I was like, wait, wrong wrong show. So wrong, wrong. That is, that is what I know. So teach me everything I I need to know. Aside from spork, I feel like, like, why are we even here? You got the gist of it. Uh, Overall, like, yeah. Original show franchised Mm -hmm. out from there. Uh, we'll get more into that in a second. I just feel like I want to address some of the things that you directly said before I get lost in my okay. So the ev- my every spiel. every episode is on their ship. They're always on the Enterprise. Um, in probably in the original series, that's true. Like it for the most part starts on their ship, but there's a lot more variants later on. But typically, it's that classic, you know, like mm-hmm. star date. Blah 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 blah. That's blah. what the day of, of the year it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us and what day. It's like it is. Captain's log. Okay. You know, and it gives like a brief overview before, like, of where they're currently at. So like, oh. before they dive into the episode. So think of like the scroll text. Yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, 
captain's log, stardate, blah, blah, blah. We've been in this quadrant for so long and we've just made contact with these people. I like that. Episode. So I it's like just kind of that. like, that, that's like the very standard like opening mm-hmm. of the original series in particular. Uh, it gets mimicked later on, but there's a little more variation later on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yep. Um, everyone does have a job on the ship. You're right. Yes. Um, you kind of hit on a communications officer, weapons officer, yes. pilot, captain, um, captain, engineer, doctor. There's there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pretty much got those. Red shirts are a thing. They're not necessarily in every episode. Okay. And it wasn't necessarily like a deliberate, like did not start as a deliberate formula to the episode. It's just something people have identified later. It's like, oh, red shirts die. Mm-hmm. And it's because in the original series, because each color denotes their job. job. Okay. Yeah. So in the original series, like red was the very general color. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people wore red shirts mm-hmm. uh, because the other colors were a little more specific, mm-hmm. like science and medical was blue and that kind of thing. So Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Is a franchise, nay, a phenomenon. <laughs> I practice that. That has been around for over 50 years. Wow. Intermittently, but to a lot of success. Um, it got its original start on when it started filming its first episode, its pilot, on November 27th, 1964. Um, but it didn't air until September 8th, 1966. Uh, we'll talk more about about that in a second. It was created by Gene Roddenberry. He was a former bomber pilot and police officer. We already went over like the basic premise of the original series. It's a five-year mission. Oh, that's what they're on to explore strange new worlds, the final frontier, all that jazz. Uh, later series would build on this premise, but like I said, there's a lot more variation like one series takes place on a space station, but in general, the setting is a far utopian future Earth where, and this is something that I, I feel like a lot of non-fans don't realize, but the big drive of the creation of Star Trek was this idea of a utopian future where differences don't matter. Race, sexuality, gender, all this stuff. Like, it's just doesn't matter. Wow. Um, sexuality was a little less discussed in the original series. Mm-hmm. But really cool is, like, if you look at the original series, the cast of the original series, it is, uh, you have a black woman. Mm-hmm. You have a Japanese man. And you have a Russian man who joins in the second season. Mm-hmm. All in the 60s. So. Wow. Yeah. Do you know your American history? No. Nope. <laughs> What's going on in the 60s, famously? Uh-huh. A war. Sort of. The Cold War. Oh, I almost said Cold War. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And- McCarthyism, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, having a Russian on the bridge. Yeah. I feel like it's a big deal. Um, having a Black woman on the bridge was a mm-hmm. huge deal. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg is famously quoted as saying... Uh, like when she was a little girl and she saw Uhura, who's mm-hmm. the communications officer in the original series on the bridge, 
like, mom, mom, come over here. There's a black lady on the TV and she ain't no maid. And like, that Aww. was her like mm-hmm. thing, which Whoopi Goldberg would then later get to star in Star Trek for nine years on The Next Generation. Wow. As Guinan. So anyway, it's pretty cool. It has its like problems. Obviously, all the ladies are wearing like sexy little skirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but we'll get to that in a second, too. Backtracking. It had its first episode in 64. Or okay. it started filming its first episode yeah. in 1964. But it didn't actually air until 1966. Which is What happened? <gasps> the drama. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> the original pilot got canceled. Oh. The they saw it and they were like, no. Count us wow. out. We don't want anything to do with this. Do you want to hazard a guess as to why it wasn't accepted? I mean, what for the think? reasons you stated, having a Russian person on the whole? Uh, partially. <laughs> a little um, bit. Except- maybe they thought it was too, like, smart for... Yeah, no, literally. Okay, they yeah. thought it. They said it was too cerebral, and it didn't have enough action, and, quote, lose the guy with the ears, oh, who you know as Spork. spork. <laughs> But there was like a little bit of that because the original first officer was a woman and they thought she's too like abrasive and too much like one of the dudes. Like she wasn't mm-hmm. wearing a little skirt. Ugh. She's very like serious. And because the premise of the first pilot was that they have to rescue the captain. And so she's leading like the rescue mission to go rescue the captain and stuff. And um, they didn't like that. They didn't like that. And I so, don't like that. Then you get like the mini skirts and you know all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Which the first first officer was played by Gene Roddenberry's like then girlfriend, now wife, and she's been in every Star Trek series since, like involved. Whoa! Somehow, which is yeah. she's known as the first lady of Star Trek. Um. So yeah, it was rejected. It didn't originally star William Shatner. As Kirk. It was okay. a totally different captain. Captain Pike, which if you have seen the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, mm-hmm. he's the older captain. Yeah. So it finally aired in 66 um, and the show got its start. It lasted for three seasons, was canceled, and now we have the whole franchise from there. So how did it go from canceled to franchise? Because so many nerdy people wanted it back. Yes. <laughs> like literally nerds. like engineering students from like MIT and stuff like that, like wanted more. And but so they didn't have a GoFundMe. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, a lot of letters, I would imagine. Yeah. And that's when the movie franchise started. Oh, so it went from TV, then they went to movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you have the animated series happen in there. So while we're on this, there's an animated series. Yes. While we're on this topic, do you want to guess how many different Star Trek series and movies there are? All right. I will guess eight series and 10 movies. Okay. Pretty close. Yes. There are currently 10 separate Star Trek series in existence. Um, there's the original series, the animated series, the next generation, which is the one with the other probably next most famous one with Patrick Stewart. Yep. Do you, do you know? I have seen memes with that. 
But do you oh, know I know who Patrick. Patrick Stewart? Stewart. Oh, of course, okay. I know Patrick Stewart. Okay, I just like totally okay. like forgot that he was like <laughs> like known for this show. I was like, do we need to have another episode <laughs> about Patrick Stewart, sir? No. Sir Patrick Stewart. No, of course. Um, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, Discovery, which is the one that CBS. Oh, okay. Relaunched. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. came back with it is still running. I think it's on like Paramount Plus now or something. Yes, like it's that. Not. <laughs> the it's second like... episode that we're bringing up Paramount Plus. <laughs> that was that where you watch Survivor too. Subscribe <laughs> or don't. I don't. I don't. Anyway, I don't. um, and so with Discovery came like a few new ones. They came out with like Short Treks, which is a little. I haven't seen. Disclaimer: I've seen the first season of Discovery. Okay. And that is all that I've seen of the new stuff that's come out. Okay. So these next ones I have never seen. So like short tracks, which I think is like, uh, it's like mini episodes. Okay. Oh, and I think it's animated. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, cause then there's another one called lower decks, which is like an adult humor animated one, I think. And then Picard, Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah. Origin story. Show. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. It like, takes place later because he stars in it still (laughs) and they currently have two series in the works and there are at least three other series reportedly planned to begin production after one of the current ones finishes their run wow they are like going hard for all these series so people are still super into it apparently and like i this is this is where like a huge gap in my knowledge is because i don't know like current fans of the new stuff, like are they all people new to Star Trek or are they people like me who grew up watching it? I don't know. Like, so I don't know like what the the true pull is and if it's really making enough money to justify all of these series. Yeah, yeah. Um so, so I just want to jump all, in and say I Googled something. What I want to jump in and say that a survivor player is a writer for star trek lower deck stop it yeah stop it a, a, a recent player david wright is a writer on that so connections oh, oh my word okay wow. so with all the ones in production and the ones that are currently in existence that's 15 separate series wow of star trek and there are 13 films Oh my gosh, wait, those are separate numbers, so, 13 and 15. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. So, and there's supposedly one set to be released in 2023. Okay. Film. A J.J. Abrams one? I don't think he's involved with it. Anymore. Oh, man, I love anything he makes. Because he wasn't involved in Beyond. Oh, gotcha. That was like Simon, Simon Pegg. Oh. I don't know. Wow. How many days do you think it would take to watch all the Star Trek content that exists in the world? Wow. Um, I'm going to guess, so straight days, yeah. I'm going to guess 285 days. <laughs> Not that many days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of days. That is. <laughs> it's a lot of content. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how many hours do you think, if you're guessing that many days, how many Shut hours up. do you think? <laughs> I had a long day at work. And I don't math in my head. I'm a reading teacher. (laughs) And um, I just, I just went with the number. Okay. (laughs) See, really, I just like enjoy doing this to other people. 
because I'm still traumatized from the time when I was in eighth grade, I think it was. And we were doing a trivia thing in front of the whole school. And someone asked how tall the American Redwood gets on average. The tree. The tree. Okay. And I leapt out of my seat (gasps) and proudly shouted 600 feet, which is very... I can tell by your reaction. Very tall. Not be able to realize how off that is. I don't have any reaction. I just have a straight face. I'm just saying, like, wow, that's way too tall. (laughs) It I'm pretty sure it was like 80 feet or something. Oh my god. I don't even see now. I don't even remember. Yeah. But everyone was so mad at me because we lost because I was so confident and I shot up out of my seat. 600. I was so proud of myself because I knew it and I didn't know it. I was very, wow. very off. So all this to say, what I think is really cool is that how many days would for- it take? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me, let me redo my guess. Let me redo my guess. Okay. Okay. Let's go with 24 hours times. Okay. Nope. I don't even, I don't even want to math right now. Let's don't, go with yeah. 50 days. Uh, still not that many. 27 oh, days. <laughs> <laughs> it's 27 27 days of uninterrupted watching amazing star trek content amazing um, which is 651 hours and 48 minutes of footage i just think it's really cool that it's been running for so long and i feel like the n- amount of content it's produced can only be really rivaled maybe by marvel like i'm right. not sure how many like shows and stuff that they have right now but it's just been this like, I th- I feel like Star Trek's more of a love story to the fans kind of thing, right? Like it's brought back by the fans, and the fans have kept it running. Whereas Marvel has just become like a money making machine for. But there's like, like hardcore fans for Marvel too. There are true, but like Star Trek hasn't had like, I feel like once you get a Disney behind you, yeah. Like you can keep making content. So I just think it's impressive that they've been able to continually make this content. Mm-hmm. The it's argued, well, it's a really like hot debate as to which was the actual first, but the original series contained one of the first interracial kisses on broadcast television. Nice. So that was like a huge deal. I, I do have some like I would love to hear like more about like what the different uh storylines are what like- well and that's what um i was gonna ask you because there are so many yeah series i feel like it'd be tedious so to go i feel like they're th- are they always exploring a new area people are upset is this like colonization like this can't be good um, what no. are they doing they're just okay journaling so- why, they're journaling what they find. They're, they're mapping. journaling their like post-colonialism. Are they like the attacking universe. all these places they go? Like, oh, we're in a fight no, now. because they are not. They are a pseudo military force. Like they are. Think of okay. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw some words out at you. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you know them. Starfleet, the whole military of the Star Trek. Pretty much. Okay. Yep, more or less. United Federation of Planets. Uh, I just imagine that's like the one that 
the world has. That's called. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> what is it called? The thing that mock union. What is that called? Mock. Oh, like model UN. Mo- model U. So United Nations. I feel like it's yeah. like the United Nations. That's exactly what of it is. Planets. Wow, you're doing so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the United Federation of Planets is basically the UN, but with a lot of different planets, including the one where Spork is from. Mm-hmm. Do you know what planet Vulcan. Spork is from? He's yes. Vulcan. See, look, I remember he that. Is. You did. Um, and that's where Live Long and Prosper comes okay. from, specifically a Vulcan. Okay. Whatever. Thumbs which, out. Don't fact, forget. Fun fact. The Live Long and Prosper hand symbol sign. Uh, when Nimoy, who played Spork originally, came up with it himself because he had seen it as a Hebrew blessing in synagogue when he was a boy. Whoa. When he was like supposed to be closing his eyes during some kind of special ceremony, but he peaked because he was a child and he saw, um, what are they called? Priests? No. Rabbis. Rabbi. Yeah. He saw the rabbi making that sign and it is representative of the Hebrew letter Shin, I believe, which stands for Shaddai. Which is Which a word means. for God. Oh. One of their names for God. And do so, they only do it in secret when everybody's eyes are closed? I guess so. Synagogue? I don't know. Well, because wow. I know like um, there's a whole thing about like naming God in Jewish oh, culture. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. Like there's a sacred behind it. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the United Federation of Planets includes Vulcan, a bunch of other planets. It's a peaceful union. Uh, basically peacekeepers of the galaxy. And Starfleet is like their front running force of that it is not military like that is not their main directive mm-hmm. because here's another phrase for you prime directive oh do you do you know what that's that the is? main goal right but do you know like what the main goal is for them explore and peace and harmony <laughs> yes did i get it Pretty much, I feel like yeah. it's never like really explicitly stated, but their big thing about um, the prime directive is like not interfering with other civilizations and their like development and stuff like that. But aren't they always like violated fighting? all the time? <laughs> yeah, I just like think of them shooting different aliens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's basically what happens. That's not like, the goal. Yeah, it happens a lot because they come across like. It's like always the other person's fault, right? Like, oh, sure. Yeah. They come Gosh, across, this like, feels hostile. like yeah, colonization. But it's but they're not like consuming other people's cultures into themselves. They're just conquering. They're just showing up out of nowhere, no explanation. Like, what up? We're here. We're we're the big bad guy. Not bad, but you know, we're the big big dudes. We're here to help you. And they're like, we don't need help. And they're like, bang bang, dead. No. <laughs> They, so what are the prime show, reasons that people get why do they start fighting with other planets it's literally like so in star trek voyager there's a alien species that steals people's organs oh my gosh and so they steal organs of some of the crew of star trek voyager the voyager <laughs> not my spleen <laughs> um there's the borg which are the robotty? You've surely you've seen them. I am They're only like, thinking of the Doctor Who one. Things. They they have like tech 
into their skin and stuff. They're like mm. hybrid human robot. I'm going to Google it. So do they fight against them? Yeah. So they fight against like these people who are doing things like sealing organs and turning people into mindless machines. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they're not like going to your average planet and finding like a primitive race and saying, yo, we gonna, (laughs) we gonna get turned up in here and blow you up. All right. I'm going to throw a lot of, I'm going to throw a lot of terms at you. Yes. Bring them. Um, okay. Enterprise. You know the name of the ship. Name of the ship. Warp drive. Going fast. Yeah. Real fast. Mm -hmm. Borg. We just talked about them. Evil people want your organs. Not here for harmony. Uh, they're sure. Vulcans. People with pointy ears. Yeah. Beam up. (gasps) Beam me up, Scotty. Uh, that's the, Uh the. Go from the planet to the ship. Now, who's Scotty? The guy who controls it. <laughs> the guy who controls the beam. Yes. Yes. Uh, Kelvin timeline. Kelvin timeline. Isn't Kelvin a science term? It is. is does that have to do with this? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, not really. Okay. So then I don't even have to worry about what Kelvin really means. Um <laughs> Is the Kelvin timeline like the sacred timeline from Loki? Like you can't uh, stray off and be a variant from the, the sacred timeline. I, you said a lot of words that I don't understand because <laughs> I haven't watched any of Loki. Oh, come on, Alexis. It's so good. I like gave up on Marvel a long time ago. Wow. I just like don't watch any more Marvel material. Not even WandaVision. No. Oh, WandaVision was so good. Okay, anyways, what's the, what's the Kelvin timeline? So the Kelvin timeline is the J.J. Abrams movies. Because remember how in the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek, there's like time travel and stuff? No, I don't remember that at all. Wow. I've only watched watch it like once or twice. Oh, okay. So in the first J.J. Abrams one, because it's Captain Kirk, it's all the original crew of the Enterprise, but younger. Mm-hmm. And they travel in time and they end up making an offshoot timeline. Whoa. Uh, that's different from like the canon of the original yeah, series okay. and stuff. So they have an excuse to do all those same characters, just doing a bunch of other stuff. And just doing it differently. So that's what the fans call the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. Photon torpedo. No idea. It's a weapon. Basically a missile that they fire out of their ship. Okay. Tricorder. No idea. It's the medical scanning device. Well, it's not just medical, but whenever they're scanning things and they're like, beep, 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 beep. Oh, <laughs> there's sign of a life form over here. Um, I don't think you're going to know any of these. Nacelle. Nope. Tribble. Nope. Delta Quadrant. No. <laughs> what are these words? Nestle. <laughs> Klingon. Klingon. Oh, that's the language that Vulcans speak. Or everybody. Or the bad guys. Someone speaks this language. Is it a language? Blarker girl. I mean, yeah, but it's also it's also a race. The Klingons oh. speak Klingon. Oh, it's an actual people <laughs> group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, mirror universe. Alternate universe. Yeah, and it's a, it features in like all of the Star Trek series. Basically, there's always an episode where it's like they make like the darkest timeline 
in community. Yes, they they meet episode. their darkest timeline selves. <gasps> yeah. So are they kind of like um the Halloween episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Like, are they known as like the best episodes? I don't think so. Okay, they're just no. like a staple. Yeah, they just show up in all of them. Um, holodeck. Basically, they can like make anything. Also, community. Their imagination room that they have. Yes. That's a holodeck, basically. It's a Except room it's where not... you just make anything happen? Yeah, but it's not imagination. It's all like holograms. So they can... And projections. But oh. they can interact with them and stuff. What? What's the purpose of that? Recreation. What? Entertainment. What do they do? It's like interactive television. You're so upset by this. I, I, I cannot, so I cannot like under comprehend what you're saying. So you're watching a TV show about people who are like a murder a, mystery party. They're in a, but you're watching a TV show about it, about them doing something no, in a holodeck. Like me personally in real yeah. life and watching them in a holodeck. Yes. It's basically a really good excuse for Patrick Stewart to do a bunch of Shakespeare stuff really the next generation oh okay okay now you've got me you've got me there are a few episodes throughout the different series that take place entirely in the holodeck sometimes it's like the holodeck's malfunctioning so like the safety controls aren't turned off like there's a beowulf episode what where that happens stuff like that okay so cool uh mind meld what's that is my last one uh the vulcan mind meld is when oh do they read each other's minds yeah Ooh. so they can like grab your face they could read your mind yeah and they Aww. my thoughts to your thoughts yeah that's that's the noise wait can they impart their thoughts into your brain or th- they can only receive your thoughts um it can go both ways there's like not i feel like it's a little loosey-goosey because there's like how it's supposed to work normally and then there mm-hmm. are it's like the crux of a lot of plots throughout the different series that like a mind meld goes wrong or <laughs> someone is too powerful with a mind meld or <laughs> something like that so it's so like it, sounds it has like, rules until it doesn't so they're usually you know their whole goal their prime directive is to explore and to catalog what's going on but yeah. it sounds like they often have a hero complex where they need to go fix things that are going on in the universe. Right. Yeah. They're going to go save things. They're going to stop the Borgs. They're going to stop yeah. the evil Vulcans. And the Vulcans aren't evil. Vulcans. Are well, good. you just told me that Vulcans have mind melds and that they can get out of control. Well, I mean, they're only one. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. The most notable one I'm thinking of happens in Voyager when one of them is basically going through puberty. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's a that's a premise. And he gets very sweaty. Oh my gosh, and that's a premise of the episode. That's a and they have to go the stop episode. this teenage bull. Look, with over twenty days worth of footage. <laughs> okay, you're so, gonna have some weird episode premises out there. So my question for you is like, who is your favorite character, or like? Why do you watch? What's your favorite thing about Star Trek? Is it is it the storyline every time? Is it the universe they've built? Like, is it the Vulcans? What are you into with this show? It's, it's definitely not 
the storyline every time. Mm-hmm. So, because as I've pointed out, like there are some really weak story mm-hmm. arcs in episodes. It's the smartness of it. It's the episodic nature of like a new adventure every time, mm-hmm. which I feel like is something that doesn't exist as much in television anymore, you know, because we're like in. I feel like we only see it in cop shows and hospital shows. Right. Every episode, the ones that are still the new, the new detective. I mean, the new case they have to solve and the new hospital case they need to. Right. Because yeah. we live in like an era of streaming now mm-hmm. and like these eight episode series. Like, packed full series and stuff which Mm -hmm. i'm a huge fan of because it's a lot less time commitment Mm -hmm. than this but i like the like adventures my favorite series is star trek voyager okay features a female captain yes so like as a kid i was all about that i was like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh look at that lady (laughs) captaining a ship i want to be her Mm -hmm. uh captain Catherine janeway but that one had more of a story off the bat then because before Voyager it was the next generation with Patrick Stewart in the original series mm-hmm. neither of which originally were constructed with a total storyline mm-hmm. next generation gets into some other storylines as it goes on but it wasn't like you don't have a story that starts from the pilot oh that's cool so yeah so has like an overarching story through that right. the season. Voyager was the first one that really like went in with that mm-hmm. and it's that they get lost in the Delta quadrant due to like some space anomaly that transports them like forever away Ooh. from the alpha quadrant, which is where earth and everything is located. Mm-hmm. And so after this whole space anomaly thing happens and they realize where they are, it'll take, I think there's something like 70 plus years to get home and so it's their journey their attempt to get home before they all die of wow oh so figuring basically. out how to get home right and so since real they're television like, but since <laughs> since they are who they are and members of starfleet uh they take the opportunity to like explore strange new worlds okay. because they're in a completely different area of space than they've mm-hmm. ever been is, would you say that that captain is your favorite character? No. Okay, who's your favorite character? It's probably Tom Paris and Belana Torres and the Doctor, all tied, all from the Voyager. Series. Okay. I feel like that's the where I need to start. Do you think that that's what I should watch? Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. Like, what would you want out of? A, a series i just would I, yeah i would i would look for the best storyline that gets me hooked okay. and um yeah that i mean that sounds like it would be then i would say voyager or um this is kind of a hot take Ooh. among star trek fans um enterprise which was the latest of the like older series that came out mm-hmm. and it takes place before the original series happened so before kirk and it's only like five seasons i think a <laughs> lot of people really seasons. <laughs> only five seasons the rest are like seven so mm-hmm. um a lot of fans don't like it okay but it's a little more condensed a little more story driven okay so that would be another option okay but 
Oh. I will say if I were to pick a Star Trek character that you would be. Oh. <laughs> that character is in Voyager. Okay. Oh, don't tell me who it is. What if I watch it and I'll try to pick okay. out who Okay. I'm just going to say this character is a complete Enneagram 2. Okay. And you guys share that in common. Okay. I can't so. wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yes. Where do I watch? Uh, Netflix, I think. Oh, sweet. It's still on Netflix. Yeah. So, or Amazon Prime. Sweet. All right. I'm going to, I'll, I promise to give it a shot, but you have to also watch your survivor episodes. So yeah, send me, send me your episodes, two episodes, two, yeah. two ep- promised episodes. Um, and I feel like that's where next time we record, we should compare notes of what we think of yeah, our respective shows. To... That's okay. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I mean, if you want something entertaining there, when I was active on Tumblr, yes, <laughs> because I was, <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> There's a Tumblr blog that still exists called Fashion It So, and it literally just goes through every Next Generation episode and talks about the fashion, but also basically talks about um, the plots that happen too, and it gives like general overviews. And the posts are really short and it's really funny real okay can you what do you mean fashion it's so yeah fashion it so like to sew a fabric no because it's a take off of make it so okay which is something that patrick stewart's character so i'm gonna google card says fashion it so tumblr yeah all right yep she comes right up or they do charlie and anna yes um yeah that's yay all right thank you i i am ready to dip my toes into the star trek nerddom and be officially a fan maybe if i enjoyed it um and thank you for sharing all your knowledge with me yeah you're welcome um i can't wait to jump into more topics as we continue this adventure like um you brought up the Enneagram. We might jump into the Enneagram. About we that. brought up uh, Doctor Who. We might ha- we might jump into Doctor Who or some random mm-hmm. other uh, topics such as throwing parties or <laughs> giving birth. So stay tuned. Mm. We'll see. We'll see what topics we actually or jump maybe into. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, that is all we have for today and we are looking forward to seeing what topic we'll have next time on the less the you know less you know that was a little delayed but we'll work on that all right bye everyone we got it <laughs> wow i just totally blanked <laughs> i'm like losing i think i'm hitting the crash <laughs> The shake it off. Six-year-old energy has left.